next. I mean, it's not just, it might not be just such a simple, uh, you know? What in God's holy name are you blathering about? I'll tell you what I'm blathering about. I've got information, man. New shit has come to light. United States versus Billie Holiday. Will and I checked this one out. Abby did not. This one's on Hulu. It is a biographical drama about Billie Holiday, the legendary Billie Holiday, who is played in this movie by Andre Day. Andre Day is a fantastic singer, uh, vocal performer. And she's been in like one or two other films, kind of in side roles. This is her first like leading role. This is like her big film debut. Uh, and this is directed by Lee Daniels, who of course has won tons of awards, is pretty well acclaimed. Uh, a lot of people know him for his work on Precious, uh, based on the novel Push by Sapphire, of course. Uh, and that's, man, that came out 11 years ago, 12 years ago, something like that. And yeah, he, uh, yeah. he has a history of weird titles in his movies. Like, I think you're about to mention Lee Daniels, the butler. The butler. Which is another. Yeah. yeah. yeah his name is, is in the movie. I mean, by all means. <laughs> also, well, this that movie, one was a, what was that? I think this movie too. I, I think United States versus Billie Holiday is not a great title. <laughs> like, it's, it's not, just. Yeah, it's it's kind of wordy and clunky. <laughs> yeah. And it <laughs> makes it makes the movie seem like it's one long court case. Right. And it's not. It's it's kind of in the same sense, like Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. It's there's definitely like an antagonism. There's definitely like this movie is all about how the FBI set their sights on Billie Holiday, targeted her in the 1940s and 1950s because she came out with this song called Strange Fruit. Uh, to this day, one of the most influential songs of all time, uh, particularly in how it shaped uh, sentiment all over the U.S. over uh, lynching, the lynching of black people that uh, to this day is still technically legal. Uh, for those of you who don't know, lynching is the practice of capital justice on behalf of citizens on black Americans, people that they deem as guilty of crimes. Uh, most lynchings, as you would expect, are not only racially, but, I mean, they're all racially motivated, but they are inflicted for racial violence and for typically on innocent people. And obviously capital punishment uh, for any reason is extremely dubious uh, to say the least. And it's, it's something that, especially in this time and era, was happening so often and was a, you know such a predominant thing that even coming out with a song about it, and, you know, just bringing awareness to it was so controversial. The FBI was like, this is too provocative. It's going to cause a lot of problems. This is 20 years, of course, before the civil rights movement. And this movie is of a piece, of course, with MLK FBI, Judas and the Black Messiah, two other films from this year that are tackling, kind of unpacking the FBI's antagonism toward prolific black figures who are trying to change things, who are trying to get people to stop killing them. Um, which is pretty relatable considering uh, matters today. So that said, this movie has a lot behind it. It has a lot of commentary, uh, you know, one of the ways that they go after her, because they kind of say in this movie, Garrett Hedlund plays um, Ans Harry J. Anslinger, uh, who is a one of J. Edgar Hoover's, you know, top lieutenants, I guess, in terms of like bringing about a lot of these terrible things that have happened uh, throughout the 40s through the 60s. And uh, this film kind of gets into his legacy a little bit. But their main strategy here is, well, we can't, you know, put her in jail for writing a song. 
Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to kind of go after her her drug use. Uh, so Andre Day has a really complicated and harrowing backstory of how she was raised. Um, she lived in brothels. This movie definitely touches on that. Uh, she had heroin addiction um, plague her for many, many years, uh, all the way up until her death. And th this film is also sort of a precursor for the war on drugs. Um, it's actually based on a nonfiction book called Chasing the Scream, the first and last days of the war on drugs by Johan Ari, Hari. And it's it kind of gets into how the FBI has for a long time used these sort of like anti-drug sentiments, used drugs to uh, target black people, black culture, and root it out essentially um, in very specific ways. And that's part, and I say all of this, that's only partly what this movie is. This movie is also a kind of love story between Andre Day's character and Jimmy Fletcher, uh, who we won't give away sort of his role in the film necessarily, uh, but people might have an idea of what that's about if they've are a little bit familiar with the film. Uh, he's played by Trevante Rhodes. Uh, there's also a side story about sort of exploring, but not really, Billie Holiday's bisexuality, including a rumored relationship she had with Tula Bankhead in real life, uh, played here by Natasha Lyonne. Uh, but again, that's kind of here and there, not really. Uh, this film is also sort of tackling her various marriages with abusive men, drug dealers and pushers, things like that. Rob Morgan plays Louis McKay in this. Uh, it's a dense film, a long film, over two, I think like two and a half hours long, or not two and a half. I guess it's like a little over two hours, actually. Um, but all that said, it's so much of so many things. It got nominated for a Golden Globe, so people were really looking forward to it. But it has been resoundly rejected, I think, by critics. Or if not resoundly rejected, I guess it's probably fair to say critics have been mixed at best with this. And not a lot of people have given it. I think it's, it's Rotten Tomato score is actually not that bad. And I think the main reason is because a lot of these reviews are complimenting their dislike of the film and it's just the way it's constructed it's script and it's editing are the main culprits of like why a lot of people are just not into this uh but andre day as billy holiday is fantastic like it's it's one of those performances that really knocks you out and it's a very confusing thing because i i personally was not liking this film at all but i was liking everything that i was seeing with andre day just embodying this this real person in a way that's just was electrifying and it almost redeems this film. It's so close to really working, but the film gets in its own way and so many other respects. Uh, that's a little, a little bit of my opinion, obviously plenty to say here, but yeah, Will, I, you know, uh, how, how did you react to this one? And uh, I, I hope, I hope you agree with me at least about Andre Day because my goodness. Yeah. I mean, it's just a frustrating film because like pretty much for everything you just said, like it, it's a film at odds with itself because we have a lead performance here by Audrey Day that is so ferocious, so inspired, so meaningful. And it, like you said, it, it almost makes the movie work because she brings so much invigorated spirit to this performance and really makes Billie Holiday come alive again that you want to champion the film and you want to recognize what she's doing because it is really an outstanding performance. But Lee Daniels, who's a director I don't dislike i mean I, I really did like precious when i saw it in 2009 i believe it was in my top five at the time um and you know i mean the the butler was fine i i don't remember it too fondly but i think it, i remember thinking it was decent um 
you know, I, I don't think he's a terrible director or anything, but his approach here is so rote and pedestrian and, you know, on the nose and, and so weirdly unmotivated throughout that, at least in its uh, display, that it's just hard to, it's just this weird, like, uh, pull and tug where it's like, she's really given this her all. She's really, you know, keenly motivated by this character and this performance and, Lee Daniels film just doesn't really service it at all. It just has this like no real motivation behind it. The editing, like you said, isn't really that inspired except for some weird kind of stylistic choices that, that don't really fit the film otherwise. And the script is also kind of haphazard and, you know, it doesn't really formally come together in a way that, that really makes it worthwhile. It, it just introduces a bunch of ideas and just kind of like throws them in there. Like you said, like her bisexuality is just something that's like kind of addressed, but not really infused into the story in any meaningful or uh, distinct way. It's just kind of like, oh yeah, this is also something about her that you should know. Yeah, you could cut it out and the film doesn't change whatsoever, which is a horrific sign of how this film operates. And not only that, but like some of the dialogue is also weirdly like super on the nose, like almost comically so. It has a lot of trailer dialogue, right? Yeah, like there's... We we have to put this in so that the trailer can be like, they're talking about this thing called the civil rights movement. You know, that's kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I didn't see the trailer, but yeah, there's like one where it's like... I didn't either, but you can tell. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's one point where like, I think this is what you're referring to, like the FBI agent is just like, they say our song is the curtain call for the so-called civil rights movement. Exactly, yeah. And, and it's just like, no one talks like that. <laughs> like, not in a meeting like that. Like, you know, and then there's like another scene where, um, I forget the actor's name, but the guy from Everybody Hates Chris. Um, you know, like he has like this line delivery that's like so forced and, and fake where he's just like, you're with us and you're leaving. It's just like some like weird like thing where she's like about to leave the tour Very bus. Dramatic. Just... Yeah. Tyler James Williams is the guy. Ty- yeah. He was a good actor. And I think he does, a, you know, outside of that line delivery, I think he's pretty good here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just like you said, it's just frustrating because. You know, I mean, otherwise, it, it just has this very TV movie feel to it, which is why I'm surprised it was going to go to theaters. I believe this is a Paramount film before it was going. It went to Hulu. Yeah, it was. And it, it was sold very recently, too, like in December. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it was. I, I think it just missed its theatrical release because of the pandemic. Like, I think it would have gone to theaters otherwise, as far as I can tell. Um, and it just feels weird because like the style of it, you know, maybe because Lee Daniels has been working a lot with TV recently. It just feels like a TV movie. And its approach and style, and you know, it it just feels like this very odd give and take from a very you know cinematic, larger than life performance that is undermined by pretty much everything else surrounding it. I, I think the original release was like summer. Uh, I think it was like maybe like July of 2020. So it it wasn't super close, but I mean, I, they definitely were thinking it was going to hit that date. They thought COVID was going to be over, uh, but clearly that was not the case. Uh, yeah, I, I'd say you know, there's there's two main issues I have with this movie. Um, I'll start with the positive thing of kind of jumping off what you said about Tyler James Williams in this. Also, uh, I really liked um, Miss Lawrence in here who plays Miss Freddie. And I think her whole entourage, I thought pops. Like these were characters who I thought were just fun to see in here. I, I would have much preferred a movie that really focused on her friendships with her entourage and, you know, their relationships instead of this like forced romance, instead of this antagonism with the FBI. And that leads into my main issue with this movie is the gratuitous focus on her demons where this film just over and over again is like, yeah, she was addicted to heroin and we're going to show it to you again. And again, we're going to show you being, we're going to show her being raped and abused. And it's just like, 
dogpiling all of this trauma on this woman who just deserves far more dignity because yes, these things were terrible and they happened and it's not that you take them out of the film, but it's a balancing act. And I think it's almost like really questionable why the film feels like we have to be shown this over and over again. It's bizarre to me. I don't understand it. Um, I find it really frustrating, kind of similar to what you were saying, because this, this Billie Holiday is a, just a fantastic, a legendary performer. There, there's already been a film uh, kind of covering her life played uh, by Diana Ross from the 70s. I haven't seen it, but I've heard it's fantastic. And, you know, I, I think that's from what I can tell, that film does a much better job of, you know, tributing her, you know, without with, while being honest about all of these problems that you can't get around that but i think this film just sort of adds to like this sort of pity party that people have about billy holiday that i think is disingenuous where it's like ah you know she was so great it's just too bad about you know the drug use and all of that and i think this film tries to tell another tries to add to that and tries to like help you understand how she got to this place i just don't think it succeeds in doing that well because i think a lot of people walk away from this just thinking that this person was miserable a hundred percent, which that's just, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't find it very fitting. And then my other issue is, um, and we've kind of touched on it with like the editing and everything. The issue is like, they made a very generic biopic and I think they realized it was generic after they were done shooting and we're like, well, we gotta, we gotta artsy it up. We gotta make it better. <laughs> you know, we have to make it less generic. So they, that, I think that's where all of those weird editing choices come in where they're cutting things. I think they cut a lot of the bisexuality stuff out, for example, to sort of like make it a leaner runtime. Uh, I think that they were like, well, we gotta, we gotta like do something different with these transitions. We've got to, you know, speed it up here because that, that way people won't be like, oh, it's just another biopic. It has artistic flavor. But of course, like anybody who's ever made something knows is like just adding stuff like that for the sake of it does not dispel the problem or solve the problem or anything like that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's definitely where I stand. Yeah, it's a classic Cobra Simpson thing. That episode where he makes a dating video for Flanders and he keeps adding star wipes. And Lisa Simpson's <laughs> like, you can't just make a video based on star wipes. And he's like, why well, have hamburger? We have steak. And that's just why I felt like watching yeah, this movie yeah. where it's just like they felt like they had to use every editing tactic they could because they could i guess and it, it, it made the movie pop in their minds but yeah i don't know my theory i told you this is that i think the editor knew it was a pretty flat film throughout and he was just like this is i gotta make this count like i gotta make my time worth exactly. it yeah. so he, he just added all these flashes to show like hey look what i can do as an editor like i can do this and i can do this and you know uh you know <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if his phone number just came up at one point, just like, hey, if you need any editing, just check me out right here. <laughs> um, I don't know. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think you pretty much hit the nail on the head. Um, I just, It just feels like a movie that, like I said, it has like a TV movie of the week feel. It favors the melodrama over the humanity of the character. But the performance is often what makes it count. And it's that, like I said, that given pool where it's like the, the approach of the filmmaking is so rote and so by the numbers that it doesn't really serve as a proper legend or tribute to Billie Holiday, but the performance is so inspired and so keenly meaningful to the actress, and she makes it count that it, it just feels like this weird kind of mishmash of tones that is just really frustrating because like you can see some key scenes in this movie where it, it does work or at least it is interesting and uh, even that sometimes like lee daniels incorporates some stylistic choices that i think are pretty interesting like at the end there's like a little like waltz scene that's kind of, kind of modernized that i don't really know what point it serves but it's like okay that's clearly from like a different 
Yeah, it's it's from a different film of this, and I don't know if that would have been better, but at least it would have been more interesting than what we got here. It might even even been more serviceable or more of a, a, a fitting tribute to Billie Holiday. But as it is, like we said, it's another kind of fairly mediocre movie that it could have been a lot better than it was. And this one is just a lot more frustrating because it should have been better. And, you know, that's just the way it is. Yeah, I think I think we agree. Uh, pretty, I think we're pretty aligned on this. I think that this film, I think that performance takes this film from something that I strongly dislike. Uh, but because of this performance, it's one that I dislike with caveats. Uh, and that cov- the, the main caveat is, of course, Andre Day. So uh, if if it wasn't for her just really bringing it to this, this would be a C minus. But her performance elevates it so much that I, I actually end up being a C plus. Uh, because the m- main thing, too, is that I just think that if her acting career dies because of this, I'm going to be very angry. <laughs> because in a good movie... Man, imagine her in a great movie, like with a great script. Um, I I don't I just want to see that film, and I, I really hope that this opens a lot of doors for her because she is a fantastic uh, creative talent, and clearly she has what it takes to uh, like lead a, a great awards worthy film. I just hope that comes about uh, with something else. So yeah, C plus for me. Yeah, I'm not too far from you. I think I'd give it a high C. Um, I'm on the verge of giving a C plus, but like you said, like I think the faults of the film just keep weighing it down to a point where it just doesn't feel like a worthy tribute to Billie Holiday. If if I had followed her career as as a little bit more than I do right now, I think I'd be a little bit more angry. I think the fact that I was able to learn a decent bit about her life and her legacy made this viewing a little bit worthwhile. But like you said, it's just pretty much the performance here that counts. Like if it wasn't for Audrey Day's performance, this movie really would just be a completely lackluster effort. Though I don't think uh, Trevante Rhodes is bad either. We haven't mentioned him. I, I mentioned him a couple times. And okay. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. He's not bad at all. Uh, I think it's just the writing. Right. I mean, it's not. He's not giving the same performance he gave in Moonlight, but I, I think he is pretty good in this. And uh, you know, and I don't think any of the performers are necessarily bad. But uh, yeah, it just it just feels like a really a missed opportunity, and it's frustrating for all the reasons we mentioned. And uh, you know, if, if Audrey Day gets recognized and gets you know an Oscar nomination for this, that'd be fantastic. But otherwise, I think this is a a miss, and it, it's a pretty disappointing one. Agreed. I, I did, by the way, appreciate Leslie Jordan in this. I thought that uh, he was very cool, <laughs> very fun. Um, but all right, that is the United States versus Billy Holiday. Uh, like we said before, it is available to watch right now on Hulu, so you can see it for yourself if you just want to give it a chance. I, I think that uh, you will learn about Billy Holiday, but I think that you should definitely go into it with full uh, understanding of its limitations or purported limitations, uh, to be certain. Thank you so much for listening to our show. Be sure to subscribe to Cinemaholics on your favorite podcast app of choice or find us on YouTube. See you all next time.